100% uploading. This is the 86th episode of SETI BIMCO and 36th of Season 2, which is called SETI BIMCO Part 2 The Revenge. And later this hour, we're going to talk about 1976's Creature from Black Lake, because now it's holiday time. Right, George? Uh, well, which holidays are we talking to? We just the, finished the, Halloween. The pagan. Well, this is. Then we finished Thanksgiving. Now we're into New Year's. New Year's. Yeah, we skipped Christmas because we at Seti Bimco don't believe in Christmas. Great. <laughs> Great news. Yep. <laughs> Good news, everybody. It's your favorite pagan holiday. Also, we answer the age-old question. Did the Ooh. scarecrow and the tin man and the lion uh-huh. ever uh-huh. get revenge on the wizard for appointing them for the rulers of Oz in his absence as he's floated away on his balloon? Just let, let them do his shitty job while he flies in a balloon. That's a hard job. Running Oz. Okay. <laughs> you don't want to say you're not saying I mean, I, I've seen Return to Oz. <laughs> I've read all the Oz books. I know what happens. Okay. It's bad. Yeah. It's Seti Bimco Part 2. The Revenge. The show where we create revenge sequels that nobody wanted. Oh, it's Seti Bimco Part 2. The Revenge. Here it is. Yeah. And we're going to pick a, a wild card question because that's what we do. We watch a movie. Yeah, we do. We pick a wild card question from a jar. And when we watch this movie... Off the top of our heads, we're going to say, who's most likely to? Which character from the movie is most likely to? Yeah. Which character from Black, the creature from Black Lake, most likely to work late because Sasquatch was keeping them awake all night? Oh, Ooh. good. It's everybody in this movie. I, I jump mean, ahead, listeners, though. we should remind you that Tim wrote all these in some sort of Sasquatch-induced fugue state after watching Boggy Creek, the first one, one of our yeah. previous episodes. And the problem is we keep choosing Sasquatch-themed movies, so it ends up being <laughs> yeah, I didn't plan most that. likely to work late or wake up late. Oh, get to work late. Get to work late because get Sasquatch to work late. keeping them up all night. Probably in the outhouse. Doing what? What was Sasquatch doing? We don't know. We'll find out. Well, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to give you the bad news I've been teasing you. You ready? Are you ready for this bad news, Tim? Don't bum me out. It's going to really bum you out. Are you ready for this, Tim? Okay. Are you ready? I didn't watch the movie. What? You did, too. Fooled you. Fooled you, <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> you would not skip a Sasquatch movie. Stop Can't fool man. me. Although, um, you are going to hate this because uh, I did only finish watching it maybe an hour ago. It's Okay. I wrote all the chicken yeah. jokes and lists. Oh, good. Yeah. A lot of chicken <laughs> jokes. Man, this movie, I feel like you liked this movie. I mean, I don't want to get ahead of it soon. We have other things to talk about, but yeah, I watched this movie. Like, I think Tim probably really loved this. Yeah. Well, we'll get to it. Like, oh, I shouldn't have spoiled again, it. You know what I'm all right. Stick around and um, find out. Maybe my opinion isn't that easy. Maybe not. So let me tell you, like everyone, like you might be like, why is George being so irresponsible that he only watched it like an hour ago? Let me tell you all. Mm-hmm. I only just returned late last night from an unexpected trip to New Orleans. Cool. Unexpected. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah. So, I- listeners, I'm going to give you a little peek behind the curtain of like me. Mm. So, uh, as we are recording this, we are very close to my birthday, and it is one of those very big, significant birthdays. Uh, it's it's a. Should I say how old I am? Is that is there a reason I don't want that out on the air? Will people <clears> use this against me? Mm, I don't know. Don't. Uh, I'll just put this way: it's a significant birthday that indicates, almost without a doubt, I am closer to death than birth. 
he's so old that like next year he'll be saying, this is George O'Connor. I sound like Mark Twain. That's, that's, that's what you'll sound like next year. <laughs> yeah. I remember working the Mississippi River of my youth. My, and I used to yell, Mark Twain, not to indicate rope lengths, but because I was a fan of the author. How's that? But it's funny you mentioned Mark Twain, Tim, because my unexpected trip was to New Orleans on, on the banks of the Big Old Muddy, which is what they call, that's what they call the, the Mississippi River. Happy birthday. Thank you. It was really great. My partner... Um, she she told me we we're going on a trip. That's all I knew. And I had some guesses. She told you you were going on a trip to the airport to get a Cinnabon. It was specifically, even though there is literally a Cinnabon <laughs> on our corner, she's like, we can't go to that one because people in the neighborhood don't like it. We're going to go to the airport. I'm like, okay, why do I have to pack four days worth of clothes? She says, I assume you're going to be really sloppy to eat your Cinnabon. I said, touche. So we show up. <laughs> Turns out she has these tickets on her phone and all this stuff. It's all being kept secret from me. Like she's talking to the T. TSA people, she's like, don't tell them where we go. And we're walking through, and uh-huh. I see ahead of us a sign that says New Orleans. I go, oh, I know where we're going. And then because she's of very course. good at this stuff, she keeps walking. I'm like, maybe I don't know where I'm going. It's like Richmond, Virginia. And I'm like, that's a weird place. But could be. we go to New Orleans. Could have been New Orleans, uh, Mexico. <laughs> New Orleans, Canada. New Orleans, uh, Miami, Florida. Why? <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, so we get there to New Orleans. It's really exciting. I'm like, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. I'm going to eat some etouffee and I'm going to drink some booze. And I'm going to throw playing cards at people and the playing cards will explode. You all know what I'm talking about. <laughs> and we and she's yeah. like texting the last few things with work. She has to take off work to do this. And she's like, all right, just sent the last text to work. But it wasn't her work she was texting. Go downstairs. I see my brother and my mother Ooh. and my sister and my sister's husband. And I was I was nice. literally so shocked. I apparently just made sputtering noises. It was great. You fell down the stairs. Even though I was in the elevator, I fell down the stairs. Oh, and you know, Tim. But you did that. <laughs> I pictured you do that Jerry Lewis fall go, down the stairs. Climbing and just fall down and like shatter my vertebra. <laughs> yes, yeah, so that's how I spent the, uh, my whole time in New Orleans, uh, recouping from falling down the stairs. And, yeah. Whoa. Yeah, nice. It was great. Guess how, guess how many boobs elevator? I saw. Was it a glass elevator? It was a glass that's elevator. Awesome. Charlie, Charlie, uh, that- but how did you see your family or did the doors see, open? I, like, I know, oh. Tim, given your fascination with elevators and the fact that <laughs> as a good Florida boy like you, you, were, you weren't – there weren't elevators there for a long time. No. Elevators open as it turns out. They were in the lobby. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> OK. Just want to clarify. Guess how many boobs I saw? <clears throat> mm, two. Mm, more than that. But I don't remember how many. Oh, I um, – 11. It, it is – I will say it is an odd number probably. Oh, no. Well, because it's not that there's people with like three or four or five boobs. It's just that some people, when they're pulling out the old boob in New Orleans, they just pull mm-hmm. out one, especially because it got cold in actual Halloween. Oh, yeah. yeah we recording this, folks. This is like the day after All Saints Day. It's, you're it's, not going to hear this from months yet. It's beginning December. Yep. It's like one month. Jordan. One month. <clears throat> we don't know what's going to happen in the future, Tim. This could be the Great Lost episode. This could be the year there's no this Christmas. This could be the year that, uh, yeah. That we, we have to save oh, it. Oh, shit. Oh, okay, wait. I think we should save All Christmas. hands on deck. So let's, let's save Christmas. <laughs> all right. I'm going to go get the reindeer. You go get the elves, all right? All right. All right. Yeah. Lots of great it stories. It was a great story. It was, very, it was it very happy. It doesn't have any kind of tragic. There is some uh, tragedy. Not, not, not tragic, just like mis- misadventures. Oh, there's, there's misadventures. Um, my poor okay. brother got very sick. My mm-hmm. brother, and under the best of circumstances, he should never be more than 15 feet away from a toilet. 
because <laughs> he will he is he is given over to the scoots, to the runs, <laughs> the trots, the trotskyites, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. The big muddy. The dookie yeah. chase. You all know what I'm talking about. Like a racehorse. He would. I mean, we made lessons. fun of it because he had to race ago. back to the hotel and there was a big old line of yeah. poop leading up there from a horse. Oh, no. But we were like, it's what my brother did. <laughs> uh, he was laid low for much of the trip with this, with a bad case of the runny scoots. Oh, yeah. no. And my sister. That's, that's terrible. Yeah, my sister, her malady is she, malady is she went to New Orleans and she's a vegan. So right there, mm. she can't eat anything because uh, like even like like their their salads are fried in bacon fat and butter. <laughs> yes, so, I, I believe so, it. Oh, yeah. no, it's terrible. It was great, but you know what? They had plenty of that we we partook in plantains. Pla- mm. No, that's weird. That you said plantains. Nope. I, I thought your sister would. Pra- eat no, it, they didn't. No, they really Tim like this. Like my family Mangoes? makes like like a lot of trips to Rome, Italy together, and like I always felt like that was a hard place for a vegan because there's cheese and everything. Right. She could eat like a proverbial queen there compared to what like in New Orleans, it's like there's nothing. It's like that place. This those people, I don't yeah. know how they live. Yeah. It's delicious, yeah. but a lot of gar, a lot of gar. Oh wait, I remember from previous <laughs> episode of Sadie Vivco, you didn't know what a gar up. was. Do you have you since discovered a gar? Would yeah, you like to give there. the listeners a brief report on what a gar is? Uh, it's a lot of teeth. A lot of teeth. A lot of teeth. Ugly. Ugly. By our standards. Big fish. By human Gets standards. Gets to be hundreds of pounds. They probably find each other attractive. Oh, they, gars fuck. <laughs> they're, 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 that's what their name in Cajun means, fish who fuck. I don't think I believe you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Ed, Tim. It's, not, it's terrible to get sick when you travel. Oh, f- what? Especially that sort of sick. When we went to Ireland, I just caught a cold. And I said, just let me lay down for half a day and we'll keep going. And and what I remember is I laid down and I saw up in the ceiling there was a spider. Uh-huh. Oh, no. I'm like, yeah, it's a spider. I'm not, not you know, I'm going to be an adult. I'm not going to give in to these silly fears. And then I was closed my eyes and I, I opened them again. The spider was kind of partway down the, the wall over my head. <laughs> and I was still like, yeah, it's just a spider hanging out. <laughs> And then when I opened my eyes again, it wasn't there. And I was like, where is that? And then you noticed there was silk across your vision and you'd been completely entombed. <laughs> yeah. No, I woke up the, the next time and like my wife was on t- uh, like above me with her hands on the wall. And like that spider was coming for me, wasn't it? And she's like, yeah, I just killed it. It was like right above your pillow. Wow. <laughs> Producer Miss Lee with the save. Uh, what, what, should we talk about the movie? Yes, let's do it. Our episodes are so right long. Now. Well, you, I'll give the bullet points. You, you pick. Yeah, you pick this. Do you want to give us a quick synopsis? Yes. Uh, the movie same same as every other Bigfoot movie. <laughs> there is a Sorry. lot of <laughs> a lot of similar DNA. <laughs> this movie is 1976's one year before the release of Star Wars, the creature from Black Lake. Not to be confused with the creature from the Black Lagoon. Um, no. It is a notable. It is a Sasquatch film. The reason we're watching it. If you were a listener of our podcast, you know we are big fans of Boggy Creek and what we are now calling the Boggyverse. We have done episodes on yes. the original Legend of Boggy Creek about the Fook Monster in Arkansas. We did its sequel, uh, the Boggy Creek 2, The Legend Continues. Legend we did its continues. first sequel, which is a fucking turd called Boggy Creek 2. The return, the return to Bike Creek. That sucked. The one that you you, you shat on Halloween. The one I destroyed. I killed Halloween <laughs> with this one. 
And now this one, <laughs> I don't know. I actually kind of thought maybe this was a little bit more officially connected. But as near as I could tell, mm-hmm. it's not really. The biggest yep. connection is yep. that it is a movie about the creature from the Boggy Creek movies, the Fook Monster, who is, pretend I have big air quotes up here, everybody, a real monster that people in Fook, Arkansas have been seeing for years. Um, it's also called Bay Bay Bay. Bay no, it's not called Big Bay Tie because that's only in Boggy Creek, the Return to Boggy Creek, which is bullshit. Um so this movie uh, is also notable as being one of the first film works of Dean Cundy, who is the cinematographer for a lot of John Carpenter's best films, including Halloween and The Thing. So right off the bat. And I kept the lighting was nice. Yeah, this movie looked good. This movie was I mean, yeah. there were parts that were not particularly shot well, I guess, from a directing point of view. There was nothing that was terrible. But like I thought the reveal of the monster spoiler, there's a monster in it. That part was maybe like. Not as cool as it could have been done. But there was a lot of like nice deep focus. Um, Here, I'll just talk us into it. Movie starts off as all of these Boggy Creek movies do with nice footage of people just going through the bio or the creeks or I guess the Boggy Creeks. And it's just Mm -hmm. beautiful. And you just get a little bit of a montage. This is the best shot one yet. Again, owing to Dean Cundy. Um did you notice, Tim, that this movie is not filmed in or really set in Arkansas? Uh, Louisiana. Yeah, right? they straight up say it's Louisiana. Which the yeah, two... It's on the border. I, if you listen to an earlier episode, I go on a rampage complaining about how the Fook monster <laughs> is given a Cajun name in Boggy Creek to the return to Boggy Creek. But this one, they don't give that big bay tie shit. So I'm okay with it. Mm-hmm. And uh, we just see two guys... I described them in my notes as guys Tim would probably like in a boat. With Jack Elam. Uh, that's his name? Jack Elam, yeah. Is the, the, the actor. Yeah, the actor. Joe, he plays Jack Candon. Did you read about him? He, he was in a lot of movies when I was young as a like, comic relief. Well, Because he had a one, one eye that wobbled around. And did you read why his eye wobbled around? He was around? in a fight with a child as a kid and... Yes. So this guy, like I, I don't mean to laugh about it. It's just a crazy. Well, story. it ended up making his career. So a brief aside on this guy, uh, Jack Elam. Oh, he played Joe Canyon, not Canton, not Jack. That's his name. Joe. You definitely, if you are someone of a certain age, you saw this guy in everything. Like I, yeah. he played like the drunk old coot or the crazy person. Sometimes he plays a bad guy or a scary tough guy. Uh, he plays comic relief a lot, but he's this guy who has a big shaggy beard normally. Pretty big mm-hmm. dude, like like broad and yeah. everything, like big build. And he has these... He was the Wil- Wil- Wilford Brimley of his day. He probably was the Wilford Brimley of his day. <laughs> uh, a little bit more of an intense energy, though. Wilford Brimley, he's yes. like, diabetes, diabetes. This guy brings the, This guy <laughs> brings some scary energy. And it's really focused on the fact he's got, he's got very wide set eyes that tend to go wall-eyed. Yep. Uh, did, did you read? So you read the story too. Well, that he was got in a fight and a, a, a boy scout stabbed him in the eye with a. <laughs> Whoa! Pencil. No, I did, okay. All I saw no? was that it was a fight <laughs> with a youth that got out of control. A boy, boy scout stabbed him in the eye with a pencil. All right, yes. Tim, fill us in with some more. This is juicy stuff. He says, "This is a quote I found. There was no doctor there, and it wasn't looked at until some time afterward." <laughs> Like, got stabbed in the eye. They finally took out the lens and made it sightless. 
It was 20 years, though, before it started drifting. If it became an issue, I could have it operated on, but at this stage of my life, I probably won't. There was a time, though, when I was in—I was making Rawhide, the movie, that I mentioned to Daryl Zanuck, the head of 20th Century Fox, that I could have it fixed. And he said, no, don't do it. It's part of your mystique. So I never got my eye. Yeah, I saw that that he, he was advised not to. And it's true. Like, I, ne- I definitely... I, I didn't know this guy's name, but, like, growing up in the, like, you know, late 70s, early 80s, another clue to my age. But um, yep. growing up then and, like, sitting, you know, aside my fa- like beside my father as he watched these sort of movies, like, this guy was in everything. And he always played, like, the mountain man, the drunk, whatever. And he did what he's doing in this movie, too. He and another guy you know, are in a boat. The Secret Service had a code name for him. oh good we're doing this <laughs> right weird how strange tim how come please tell me before you, we get you, the name you don't have why? to you don't have <laughs> no, to no, i want to know why the secret service had code name for well-known <laughs> character actor of the 70s and around then he, jack elam did he hold he public was, office he he was untrustworthy uh-huh. you know they thought he might have been a communist in the okay 50s. okay that 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 tracks so. all right so what was his name with the column Wait, was it Pinky Blinders? Called Pinky him? Blinders? No. Was it uh, was I called... Drifty Magoo? It's called Lonely Pancakes. <laughs> Lonely Pancakes. So uh, <laughs> now that we've talked about 12 minutes about this guy, here's what's happening. We see him in a boat with another dude. They're fishing mm-hmm. and – no, actually they're not fishing. They're checking traps. Checking the traps. And which is also very reminiscent of other <laughs> Boggy Creek films, ones that we won't name that really suck that have catfish Kool-Aid. And all they're finding is like little <laughs> nubbins of like animal bits yes. in there, like a leg bit and stuff. They're like, "Oh, keep stealing all our traps!" I'm like, well, "I know it's movies called fucking must have been Creature Black Lake." I bet you it's that damn hippies. Tim, there was a lot of hippie or- and creature conflation in this movie. You must have been very excited. We'll get to that. <laughs> yes, we must say that every every Bigfoot movie seems to include some hippies or or dead hippies. Well. I mean, it's a fact. It's a well-known, well-known fact. fact. Even listeners. if you don't see the dead hippies, rest assured, right off camera, standing <laughs> aside, previously unseen cast <laughs> yes. member Flo, there's a pile of dead hippies. It's just what happened in the seventies. It's what happened. So uh, they they're going. They're looking for these different traps. They're all like little bits of animals in there. Uh, one of the guys is leaning over, I guess, to get a trap, and we see a, a hairy arm reach out of the water and pull him in. And yep. shockingly kills him. We guess. He, he drowns. drowns. He drowns, yeah. Disappears. You see his head like bobbing beneath the water I'm, as the other guy. I want you I want you to remember that because Elam changes his story. Joe Joe Canton. He does. Later on, if you don't when he tells the police, he say, or when he tells people, he's like, That thing broke his neck. I saw him do it and he died. I'm like, broke his neck. He just pulled him underwater. How do you know his neck is broken? I think he went back later and found the corpse. No. Why would he lie about that, well, okay. Tim? That's why I was wondering. Mm. I was wondering. That actually gives me a theory. Hopefully, I'll address later. So yeah, the guy put, and then you see the hand, and like I said, it looks pretty good. I'm used to these movies being really piss poor. This one looked pretty good. Oh yeah. And he, the that monkey good. hand is trying to get on the boat. Jack Elam smack it with a paddle. You know, tarnation, goddamn it, damn it, damn. And he gets away. Yes. Joe can't get. Joe away. can't gets away. But we see his friends, uh, presumably broken neck and head, bobbing beneath the water, and slowly <laughs> sinks down. You do see his his, his mint copy of Playful his co- oh, issue from nineteen sixty nine. It floats floats to the starring surface. Starring fecal matters, right? Is that her name? What's her name? <laughs> her name is Precious, Precious Waters. Waters. Tim, uh, wait, issue, uh, hold on, listeners. If you have this issue of Playboy, which may or may not be an actual issue of Playboy with Precious Waters, please send it to Tim Hamilton. Send it to 
George O'Connor. No, I'm not giving my address. Um, <laughs> now, this is interspersed with a pretty funny guy talking about a Bigfoot thing. Like, he's giving a lecture somewhere. Same as every movie. There's always a professor. Like, uh, Although, disappointingly, Shriek of the Mutilated. Shriek of the Mutilated oh, has this. Boggy Creek 2, yes. The Legend Continues, has this aspect. I didn't mean to interrupt you. You're trying to tell, tell me something. Well, I thought, I mean, I don't, like, and it's always these professors who, to my reckoning as uh like an intelligent human being seem like they shouldn't be allowed to teach no <laughs> i think it was the 70s there was a lot of pot and they got together and like how about a class about bigfoot huh? that'd be easy to this do. guy had a kind of delightful like new york accent which i enjoyed and he he said he had this great line we we see all these drawings on his he's showing slides of uh, eyewitness right. drawings of Bigfoots, and he's like, mm-hmm. some people say it's a mutated bear or a gorilla. I'm like, this is gonna be good. <laughs> mutated bear or gorilla? That's another movie. <laughs> I, I would watch both those movies, but oh, yep. I got there is oh, one. There is. I mean, Tim, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick. I'm just that. gonna go pure hominid. So it just we ruin the show. We we do learn from this guy, ironically, just as and this is being intercut with scenes of the struggle with back. With uh, mm-hmm. Jack Elam, the wild mountain man, and his friend. Joe, yeah, Joe Canton. Joe Canton. Like, he goes, uh, luckily, as of this writing, there has never been an attack on a human being. And we see him kill a right. guy. So we're like, well, that's shocking. <laughs> we meet our young plucky kids. Oh, these guys. <laughs> Pahu. I don't want to make fun of that name because he's, he's white. White what? guy. Okay. I would think maybe it's a Native American name, but his name is Pop. Yeah. So the one guy, and the, it's funny because the guy who plays him, his did you get his name? No, I did not. Dennis Finkel. No, Fipple. Oh, really? It was funny. Wait, hold on. Oh, fi- yes, I did see it. Fipple. You're right. I did see it. And I was like, and that's a funny name. name. Reeves. It's Reeves and Pahu. You know what's weird too? Like actually, detective show. Dennis Fimple. That's his name. Uh, and he was this kind of like blonde guy with a kind of like, how do I put his face? I actually wrote it first. He had a little pig nose and I felt bad about that. Yeah. And well, in other words, they're in college and he's like got bags under his eyes. But there's an explanation for that. Because <laughs> he's a Vietnam vet. He comes up later. He's a Vietnam vet. Like there's a part he where looks- he's like, he just suddenly snaps. He's like, when I was in Vietnam, I'm like, wait, oh, what? So he's a bit older. <laughs> yeah. Now he does have, like, his name is Pahu, P A H O O, which was like, I'm like, mm-hmm. what is that? And then there's his friend Reeves, who is. And his real name. Did you catch his real name? Johnny something Carson. Is, yeah, but why name yourself Johnny Carson? I, I, I would change that. I read, okay, so I read about this. So his Uh-oh. real name was Johnny Carson. And the second he arrived in Hollywood, he was contacted by Johnny Carson's lawyers. So he really? took his, I don't remember if he was using his mother's maiden name already, but anyway, he took, he took his mother's maiden name. So his name is John David Carson. He should have, he, when he should have told, he should have uh, changed his name to Ed McMahon. Like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> For our younger listeners, that was Johnny Carson's side. Yeah. <clears throat> They're all like, every, our younger listeners, Tim, who, I don't who think lost all his money after marrying. Like, what? Yeah, he 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 lost all his Wait, money. Ed McMahon lost he, all his he money. He married a young lady. <gasps> and Wait, uh, she didn't just marry him for his outstanding physique and charming personality. She nope, told she did, she me. Well, adding to my list of <laughs> things. Been like, no, and I, I'm listening later. I'm like, look, Ed McMahon. I, hmm, I want to see what he looks like. <laughs> um, all right. 
So yeah, the other main Reeves, character, Reeves, Reeves, Reeves has uh, big, big, thick eyebrows. Good looking guy. Mm-hmm. He's a more traditional lead. Mm-hmm. A bit younger maybe than Dennis Fimple playing he, Pahu. He could have been 25, but Pahu they were both. Was Pahu was like 40. For sure. But, yeah, but they're supposed to be in college. It made sense that he went through Vietnam. He probably was only 26, but the guy went through Vietnam. He was like, Vietnam. Um, interestingly, <laughs> since you pointed out that the name Pahu sounds like it's a Native American name, the guy, mm-hmm. John David Carson, he is half Native American in real life. Uh, so I wonder if really? they one guy read for the part. I'm just like they actually wrote I'm a character as a Native like American. Maybe. Maybe. I don't Maybe. know. I don't know. We're really talking a lot about that. I just don't want to make fun of it because someone's going to write in and say, you know, but I, it's just Pahu is, is an odd. It is. Never came Couldn't across understand it. why they, I, I'm like, they kept saying, I, I think it's Irish. I'm actually typing We're both in Irish. I, you know Pahu. Let's make fun of it for being a, a funny Irish name. Oh, Pahu. Here he comes. Uh, <laughs> so according to urban dictionary, a Pahu is a woman's genital area. What? Yeah. You're making no, that look up. It up, buddy. You know what the CIA's code word for a woman's genital area was? <laughs> what, Tim? <laughs> Let's hear it. Zany peas. Zany peas. Okay. So they so are they two students. Money to go down yeah, to Oil Town. Is it called Oil Town? Yeah, yes, Oil Town. Great name. Great name. Not Fook, inexplicably. Not even cool. Arkansas, because they never get to Arkansas. But the monster wanders. He doesn't recognize state boundaries. They want to meet some Cajun women. Well, they want to meet the they this want to meet the, the bipedal hominid, as they keep saying. It's a running joke. <laughs> yes. And fourteen or fifteen Cajun women. When they stop for gas, did you see the name of the place where they stop for gas? No. Quick sack. <laughs> I swear, I'm not making that up. Quick How sack was, was the name of the S A K. Weird. <laughs> it is. Quick sack must have been another name, New Orleans name. You know what that Maybe. means, right into us. Yeah. That's weird. All right. All right, so they show up that's, to... Uh, oddly enough, that's the code name for um, <laughs> Jacqueline Kennedy's sister. Oh, no. My God, <laughs> Tim. Sack. I just listened to the first episode <laughs> that Kevin Cablasto filled in for me, and you must mention yes. Jackie Kennedy in that episode <laughs> 19 times. <laughs> and you mentioned the Zapruder film a good 15 times. <laughs> I love that episode. <laughs> I'm so glad I missed that episode too. Hearing about that movie, I'm like, thank God, thank God, our friend Foofy was visiting, and I had to not miss that, like miss that one because that was that sounds awful. All right, so they get to Oil City, Louisiana, and where they're he- they have heard somehow about this attack on a trapper where he was killed, which is the opening scene we yeah. saw. I can't remember how they heard about that. In the paper? I, wasn't it? It was literally the paper. They showed that. But I think it was maybe their professor turned them on to it. Hmm. Maybe a fax. They got a they fax. They got a fax. No, I think they got an email because this was set in like 76. <laughs> there was a lot of emails back then, right? Yeah. They get, they get, they get one of those Amber Alerts of their cell phones. It's like, oh, watch out. This town is all white, by the way. Let's get that out of the way. Oh, yeah. Sadly. Yeah, there's not a there's no skin tone. The darkest skin tone this entire no. movie is Reeves for sure. Yes. Um, so they get there and they're looking. The two friends are splitting up. They, they're driving in a van. Um, a white a white, a white van, van. coming to town. They're camping out of places. No <laughs> uh, they're trying to like again a sign this is better than the average movie we watch in this. Again, this might be a yeah. movie that's too good for Zeddy Bimco. There's a little bit of yeah, character I mean, traits. Like 
The one guy, Pahu, the freaked out There's Vietnam vet, he only eats hamburgers, fries, and Coke. Because? Because he was raised by a chicken farmer. He's from the chicken capital of the U.S. And yep. everything was chicken. His mom tried to make chicken jello, uh, chicken, chicken jello yeah. and chicken pudding and chicken oh, donuts. No. And she, she'd give him a headless chicken to run around with to play with. What else, Jim? He had a terrible childhood. What else? It's very traumatic. You want to say more? She made chicken hamburgers. Sounds delicious. So it's kind of a running joke, this guy. I mean, first off, maybe the reason he looks 50 is because all he eats is hamburgers. (laughs) Hamburgers, fries, and Cokes. (laughs) Uh, Oh, that poor guy. He's probably 16 years old looking like that. So they go looking for it. Immediately, um, our one guy, Reeves, the the, the eyebrow, the darker of the two – that's a weird way to describe yeah, it. Younger, too. The younger, younger more good-looking, more movie star-looking of the two. He goes into um, the barbershop, starts asking around yeah. about people know anything about Sasquatch attacking people. There's a weird fellow there kind of smiling at him weird. I thought he was maybe attracted to him. The, sh- the, mm-hmm. the, the barber's like, I don't know whether you should be asking about no Bigfoot hairs. Because <laughs> we didn't realize standing off to the side, swaddled in um, in clothing and, and like in yeah. towels, is the sheriff. And the sheriff's like, "Listen, bar, yeah. you ain't gonna be doing no Bigfoot looking in this town, or I'll run you into jail." Yeah, <laughs> have enough trouble with those hippies. Yeah, they did make some hippie jokes. Did hippies in this town? Did they? Uh, yeah. He. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. they meet the guy in the barbershop who came in to get his hair cut. And because the barber, right? Yeah. They meet the guy, the son of the man they're looking for, because they want to talk to this guy about uh, seeing a Bigfoot when he was younger. That's the whole thing. Well, it's, it's, yeah, it's not actually the son of the guy they're looking for. This is a random Bigfoot encounter. Before yeah, we go, yeah. though, Tim, I want to I want to interrupt any sort of forward progress we have. While the barber's talking, uh, no, this isn't a list. This is one of my patented. Worth, it's worth now. So the haircut oh. happening in the background. We see there's a sign posting that's two dollars. This movie was released in 1976. Do you want to know what two dollars is worth now? I'll say twenty-three. Good guess, which makes sense for a haircut. It was ten dollars and eighty-two cents. Oh, that's not a lot that, for a haircut. I was way off. Yeah. yeah. And then they also mention a shave. Do you want to guess what a shave costs back? A shave in seventy six uh, was worth now, a, or a dollar fifty? Uh, the shave was a dollar fifty. It was do- Oh, so it was like fifteen bucks. That was eight dollars and eleven cents. And then the final one, they mentioned uh, they. Oh, usually two bits. That's interesting. There was uh, he he. There was a sign saying um, he would do a bikini wax Brazilian style. Uh-huh. Uh, for how much? That was um, <laughs> wait, wait, why is my calculator not working? Did did the waitress from the the shop always come down for that one? Fifty four oh nine. Well, should we talk Oof. about this waitress? Uh, yeah. I mean, there's not much to her. I mean, it's just she 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 lets guys pick picture in the butt. Guys who are clearly then, married like, too, because there's the thing. Ha, ha, yeah, there's a lady. She's you know, she's very pretty, very long butt. legs, wearing a weird little white outfit that kind of looks like a stereotypical nurse outfit. She's in the diner. She says, kiss my grits. She said, kiss my corn product. Um, <laughs> Isn't it ground corn product? <laughs> my, kiss my ground corn product. 
and then Pahu, the blonde Vietnam vet guy, goes in there and he's all like, wow, she's pretty hard. He doesn't sound anything like that. He sounds like, I don't know what he sounds like. He sounds like a real goober. <laughs> he was a bit of a butt he monkey, does. you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, yeah. I didn't pick up at first that he was supposed to be the comic relief because he, he, like, he was weird looking, but like in a way that people just looked in the 70s. But I realized soon, like, this guy yeah. was going to get no wins. This guy was always being the butt of jokes. Right. So we see, like, some creepy guy pinch this lady's butt. And she's like, oh, you. And then the other guy's like, oh, that's really cool. And he orders the hamburger that he always <laughs> does. And he goes, right. let me hold up, uh, hold your tomatoes. And she goes, I bet yeah. you love that. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and what happens then? They, they meet the son in the barbershop. They go with him. Because he's he's like, he comes out after they get kicked out, and he says, "Listen, my grandpa saw Bigfoot when I was just a baby. Maybe if you could me ride home, because I walked all the way out here this morning to get a haircut. Got beaten up twice for being a, a damn hippie. Can't you see my hair's all nice and short now? You didn't you didn't hear this, this guy? Had, this guy <laughs> that must have been the scene you saw. Uh, this guy this guy had quite the white man's afro yes. too." So they give him a ride home, and he and he won't, <clears throat> but he won't talk because he has wanted to be filmed because it's very yeah. important. So he tells the story. They try to record him, and just like a proper Bobby Boggy Creek film, we see a reenactment of mm-hmm. this, where it's in the back. In the past, we see he's with his grandparents yeah. and his parents. His name is Orville. I believe, They're having a picnic. His name is Orville, which is upsetting. <laughs> and uh, apologies to all our Orville listeners. And we see this little boy who's just crying so much, meh, meh, yes. meh, which I didn't realize for a second was him, but yep, it's him. It's and he's wearing just like little uh, overalls. You can tell by the big scar down else. the side of his face. But that was no, him. I, oh, I okay. saw all kids that looked like that in Louisiana. And he goes running off into the woods. Now, Tim, did you look at the cast list? Uh, I missed, I, I fear, uh, yeah, yes. The guy yes, who did. played this little baby became a famous wrestler with uh, WCW. That's right. Apparently. I did see that. I did see that. Named Jack Tatum. So like, we saw him <laughs> as a little baby running How through weird. the woods. It was weird. But you know what? A guy named Tatum played the monster. So I think it was his dad. I think uh, he probably had a big dad. And sure enough, that monster comes out. And his mother sees them. And she's like, oh. Yep. And she leaves the kid, which I love. But the whole family <laughs> comes running. And they see the monster. They they somebody else grabs the kid. They get him in the car, and they all rip off down the road with their flat tire. Get in an accident yeah. with an oh yeah, because they weren't just getting a picnic. They were changing a tire. I was changing a tire. Car flips. No, it just it crashes. Runs into a tree. That's all. And we learn it kills his parents. Yes. So here we got. So he's taken them to t- talk to his grandpa. Cause he's then raised by his grandparents. About the monster, but they had to be sneaky because, you know, they're obviously still upset. About and Grandpa's this. like, I'm glad you got a haircut. You look like a damn hippie. He literally says yes. that. That's not just a weird Tim obsession. That's what they say to this whole movie. <laughs> and uh, Grandpa's yeah. uh, played by a character actor named Bud something. Yeah, he's he's pretty well known. Dub, no, Dub. It was Dub something. Yeah, he's another guy that if you grew up of a certain age, you saw him in everything playing, again, the drunk old uncle. Did you know why he got that scar on his neck? When he was 11, he oh, got in a fight with another Boy Scout. <laughs> just happened. But it was at Lumberjack Camp, right? And the guys hit him with an axe. Yeah. And they're like, your head's coming off, but we won't check it for a few days. That's not true. And then when he was in Hollywood, when he was on, you know, he was on the X-Files, yeah. Chris Carter was like, you know, you could get your head reattached. He goes, nah, this is kind of my shit. Yes. Yeah, it's a good story. Good story. That went downhill. 
Uh, yeah, it really sucked. <laughs> really. <laughs> so the 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 son is able to salvage this because he's me like I don't want to talk about that monster. Yes. And the son's like they're doing it for a reward. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's a twenty five dollar reward. Tim, do I know what twenty five dollars costs? Ooh, hundred. That's like a hundred dollar reward. A little bit more actually. Well, it's like a hundred thirty five dollars and twenty three cents. Yeah, but still, that's a pretty good reward. So they give him a hundred twenty five dollars, and he plays them a little bit of country music, which makes Tim happy. They invite him over for dinner. He and his wife cook him dinner. Here's the funny part, folks. Yeah, he always yeah they they serving chicken. They serve chicken. <laughs> Uh, so eat chicken. So Pahu's like, what are the gods chicken? No, he says he got <laughs> shakes and rage. Uh, chicken jello. You got any chicken donuts? What else is funny? Like what else? Chicken chicken? That's all. <laughs> got any chicken fingers? They're like, no, chicken ain't got fingers. They got wings. <laughs> so they eat the food. It's really delicious. And then before that, I guess we should mention they did talk about the monster a little they bit. hear the mule and he's like and our comedy relief well then they guy. hear the mule oh, outside, outside and yeah. the, the thing is they're not supposed to mention to the missus yes. to the grandmother mm-hmm. about the monster because it was her daughter that died yes. in the car accident and so they're eating they just finished and they're talking about anything but the monster the mule outside makes a noise and Pahu who's just like I said like a real butt <laughs> yes. monkey jumps up oh this is a monster this is a monster and the woman gets up and cries and runs away and uh the grandfather kicks them out of the house get out never trust a yankee take no good in their word and um so then the two jerks there are two heroes uh pahu and sleep in the barn sleep in the barn with a a kerosene lamp i'm like they're burning this i know i was like what are you doing i'm so stunned that didn't happen they're literally this kerosene lamp with an open flame in the middle of hay. I'm like, that's dumb. It is. And then uh, they try to sleep. And it's funny. Pahu's laying there. And a chicken uh-huh. comes by. He's like, oh, oh and then, damn and then you chickens. Happens? That's all. It's just a funny joke. <laughs> and we see his dream sequence. And when he sleeps, he counts chickens jumping over and he's just <laughs> screaming. And then suddenly it transitions from he's not just screaming. He's in the, he's in the jungles of Vietnam. <laughs> and there's chickens. And the and the chickens are dressed up as the Viet Cong. Yep. Yep. And he's shoot it's it's insane. This movie takes such a twist. Uh, anyway, the monster attacks. Screams. <laughs> it screams, right? Yeah, it runs around. Like, is it though they see it outside? Oh, that's, that's a different that's a flashback. Here's where I have to make he, he killed Here's where I have to make what? Wait, what? You're thinking oh, of the oh, flashback that grandpa's dogs were killed by Sasquatch in the past. That was the story he told. You don't remember that? When they oh, paid him the money, he was like, something was after my right, dog. That yeah. That's every Sasquatch movie. Sasquatch so, kills some dogs. The Sasquatch movies are really heavy on dog killing. And here's the bad part, Tim. This is the part. I was laying down, reclining on my studio couch behind me as we record. Uh-oh. And uh, I mentioned I've been out of town for a few days. My cat's missed me. He fell me. asleep. At this point, one of my cats jumped up on me and on my notebook, so I couldn't take any more notes. <laughs> wow. So I have pretty good notes wow. for the first half. Yeah. This will allow us to get through the episode quicker, because I'll just, I'll just derail the rest of it. Yeah, nice. <laughs> I, uh, wait, do you have any lists coming up so I can like, I do. try to build up a head of steam and then kind of deflate it? I was going to wait until we point? got to it there, but uh, 
Okay. Let's do a list now. No, because then I lose my track where I am. Okay. All right. So, so uh, let me find out so where they we hear are. The monster. Bigfoot comes to the farm. Yeah. Pahu isn't much of a research student, wants to run away. Oh, yeah. Pahu went to Vietnam this whole movie. He's the one like, oh, no, let's run. Lordy, lordy. There's a. There's also a there's scene a later. There's a scene when like the monster is literally circling the camp, and Pahu doesn't isn't aware of it. Yeah. But Reeves yeah. is. I'm like Pahu. <laughs> you were talking about the shit you saw in the jungle. Mm-hmm. You're a Vietnam vet who clearly saw action. Mm-hmm. You aren't aware of somebody surrounding you. Also, it's not just it's not like somebody engaged in guerrilla warfare. It's a mutated gorilla. It's a huge right. monster. You don't hear that, but this guy Reeves just because just because he's hunky does outrageous. Yep. So they Pahu sucks. They go back to the restaurant though. If we want to get through any of this, um, yep. They go back to they the restaurant play, where oh, they first oh, they, encountered. They recorded the Sasquatch yelling. Remember, that's important. Oh my god! No, Tim. We we also didn't mention that the first time they're in the restaurant, they saw Jack Elam's character. Yeah, and he got mad because they, they made they made jokes about Bigfoot. Someone's making fun of Bigfoot calling it his yes. wife. He said, I saw a big, hairy, scary thing, and it was smelly, and it was my wife. And they're like, eee, yes. and then he jumps up. So they go back hoping to see this guy again. Yep. And they play the tape they recorded the night before of Sasquatch on loud for some reason. And that scares the waitress, yep. and she drops all her stuff. She drops the she burgers. Goes, oh, you kiss my grits. And then she throws the food at she him. She's so mad. <laughs> she starts throwing food at mm-hmm. them. They go out in the car. They're sitting out there like, ooh. And, but right before that, there have been these two cute girls. Yep. And they were like, one of them moved a bag of chips aside to stare at them like. They're, and they're chewing like, gum. And we, yeah, they're like, oh, look at you. <laughs> ow, ow. And that's their voices. Yes. And then they're in the car. And Butt Monkey uh, Pahu is like, why'd you do that? Why'd you play it? I don't know why I'm giving them an accent like that. Didn't no, they had no accent. Like those girls, they were, the redhead was so beautiful. Her skin and her face. And he was just talking. Yes. And, of course, the entire time the girl's walking behind mm-hmm. and they appear in the car and they're like, hi. And he's like, hi. And they hop out of the car and they're talking to the girls. And like, hey, you want to come by our campsite yeah. later? She's like, well, we don't do much here because there ain't much to happen. We just do what's natural. Yeah. You know what that was talking about, Tim, right? The, the prayer meeting. That's what comes natural. Well, they didn't mention the prayer meeting. Oh. Yeah, they do go to prayer meeting. What first. comes natural? Well, oh, what you, I mean, I, I think, think you're supposed to think it's sex. I think they said, I said we come with, they kill chickens a lot. <laughs> Pahu's like, oh, dang, damn it. You're no, kidding. Pahu would be excited by that. He's like, yeah, kill those chickens. <laughs> That's true. Uh-uh. Yeah. I think they were actually, I think they just go to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, so two guys in a, a white van with no windows, and they're like, yeah. <laughs> we come, with, come out of town to the middle of the woods. <laughs> yeah. Becky and Michelle is their name, by the way. Becky. Oh, really? Wow. Okay. They I didn't, meet Becky again, and Michelle. don't have that notes. Becky needs to get... Also, one of them, the redhead, is the daughter of the sheriff who scared them away before. Yep. Oh, you're giving it away. <laughs> they say it right there. He literally walks oh, up. Oh, he walks up to them. That's right. You girls get he home now. Get... Like, what do you do with my daughter? Yeah. And the guy's like, you don't look anything like her. <laughs> and this is true. The guy... The guy. He doesn't. No. She's a, pre- she's a pretty redhead. He's like... He looks like he was... <laughs> Like the first try at carving Mount Rushmore with like blunt <laughs> instruments. He's just a crag-faced old dude. <laughs> I do want to uh, – this is just a weird thing we forgot that was weirdly funny. The first night they camp before all this, he starts uh-huh. telling him this again. Pahu is such a scaredy cat. He's like, this and that and the other thing. And Pahu's like, ooh, stop telling me scary stories. Now I, I have to go pee now. And he remember this thing. Oh, my God. <laughs> he goes to pee. 
And of course, there's something sneaking up on him. And it's we see this big hairy shape come up behind him. It's just a hippie. It's just. <laughs> How do we forget that? Too? And they left him there too. They're like, okay, see you later. You know he would. Well, they invite him back to the campsite for coffee. Once they get there, he's like, you know, I don't want coffee after all. I'm like, what is this scene? <laughs> Every once in a while, we do a movie on this that I feel like perhaps sometime in the near future, through some accident of fate, Tim is actually sent back in time. Right. And then he's back in time and he records these movies. <laughs> like, this is like, this movie could have been made by Tim. It could have. It could have. Could have. <laughs> so the girls do come to their tent. Yeah, they're all getting ready. They get pretty, the guys. And they're like, oh, that's right. They're trying to clean up their campsite, which is just a cooler a beer in a tent. Well, there was the big bag of open. There was the open bag of, of excrement right. that they just been <laughs> shitting that away. into. <laughs> Pahu, he hangs it from a tree so as not to attract right. bears. And yeah. they spray stuff all over <laughs> themselves. Yeah, Must. but it's like confetti, <laughs> like spray straight. And it's like, they just have a weird confetti fight. It's like, what's going on here? And Pahu's like, now so tonight, show don't up. be mentioned any chickens. Yeah. Pahu's like, you know, I can't be, I can't get frisky if I'm thinking of the chickens. So the worst part about so the this two girls scene show up. Yeah. that I remember yeah, the most well, is what? You're going to yeah. say the same thing as me? It went, at one point, know. Becky says, yeah, well, uh, she just mentions, yeah, in high school, you know, we, uh, and he's like, high school? You didn't see that part? Oh, you it it was and like they just kind of dropped I know. it. Yeah, he's like, like Ooh, these high are grad school. students and he's like, and... Well, okay, whatever. <laughs> he looks way older than just it... college. <laughs> it's you know, well, at least he at least he had at least that much reaction. <laughs> he makes the joke, he's like, Well, why don't we get to something natural? She's like, You Chicago boys is direct. Yes. Starts raining real bad, they go into the tent. Mm-hmm. Uh we knew already that Pahu liked the redhead, but the redhead was the, I guess, the more attractive of the two. So she's being like, Reeves, you're cute. That's right. And then Pahu's with the blonde, but he doesn't seem to care. They're drinking beers. <laughs> and then they hear the Bigfoot. Because yep. the Bigfoot's everywhere. It is. It shows up in every scene. And Reeves, 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 what the fuck's Reeves. his name? Reeves. Reeves grabs his rifle and he's like going to shoot him. And you hear him like, you see his silhouette in the tent. He's like, oh, oh. Yes. And the tent, something comes right in front of the open tent door, and he's about to shoot him, but it's the yeah. sheriff. Suspicious, I say. It was if this suspicious. is Scooby-Doo, I think, I suspect. Like the sheriff showed up there. And the sheriff also, Tim, do you notice he was completely dry? Yeah. I suspect the Sasquatch yeah. wears a sheriff costume in this. Uh, oh, I, that's yeah. interesting. <laughs> so, of course, the sheriff takes his daughter and her friend home. Mm-hmm. And threatens the guys. Get with, out of uh, town. Stop asking about Sasquatch. Does he arrest them yet at this point? Oh, tonight is night, he says. You is going to the Hooskow. Yeah. I feel like, honestly, he maybe doesn't. But, so let's just cut he to He does this. take him to prison. He takes him to yeah. jail. Okay, he takes him to jail. Like the Hooskow locks him up for the night. And Joe Canton. There's some funny scenes. Oh, well, Joe Canton comes. Oh, meanwhile, exactly. Joe Canton wakes up from a drunken stupor, grabs a big old moonshine mm-hmm. jug, Chugs a bunch more moonshine. I'm like, oh, that's your first thing you do when waking up. <laughs> then he hears the monster, which this doesn't seem like it's anywhere near where they were camping. Nope. nope. And uh, he, he tries, tries to shoot, to shoot it, it, but he's too drunk. And that's pretty much it. Or does it kill his dogs then? No, that was a flashback. Yeah. And uh, that was also the different guy. That was the grandfather, not Joe Canton is the guy with the wandering eye. And Joe Canton does what no old drunk guy in the cabin would do. He, he goes all the way to the police, doesn't he? Yeah, to, to yep. yell about shows up at the police with a gun walks with his rifle is like i would have shot him for it so drunk 
<laughs> so, of course, the police officer immediately throws him in the drunk tank with the boys. But that's what they want. <laughs> that so seems pretty they, pretty uh, convenient, isn't it? it? It does seem pretty convenient to realize that whatever this town of oil can is, or whatever the fuck it was, <laughs> there's only eight people no, in it. That's right. So you're, you're going to run into each and other. And Reeves says, I hear you've seen that bipedal primate. He says that all the time, and everybody in town's like, "That's also a running joke, what? yeah." Because nobody what you knows. talking about. Did you notice also sometimes he says bipedal and sometimes he says bipedal? Yeah. It's confusing them, but make with, your choice, actor. Chickens. So George and the other guy says sometimes he's chicken, <laughs> sometimes he says kahikin. Yeah, that was pretty nice. Yeah. All right, better. Tim, I sense Wait, a list. I smell something. <laughs> Is that a list code? Tim, you gonna float a list over? Oh boy. Let the record show I'm rubbing my fingers <laughs> together in glee. I think anticipatory glee. Let's hear this list. Oh, ah, so I think he hated chickens ah, way more than just for reasons that, you know, his mom made it for every meal. He seemed to really hate chickens. Mm. So yeah, he did. Let's, let's did some research. Did. I found the real reasons that he hates chickens. Oh shit. Did you find the real meaning of Pahu? Yeah. It means women's genitals. <laughs> according to urban dictionary.com. I'm going to check that. Listeners at home, you yeah. check that. Everyone check it. He thought. So here's, here's, the here's reason down. number one why Pahu really hates chickens so much. He thought he was great at telling time until he was in the army and he lost his job of timekeeper because he was always announcing chicken pudding time by saying it's five o'clock and bedtime was nine o'clock, you know, and so on and so forth. Are you saying cluck? Yes. Damn. Five o'clock. And he, I hope those chickens were eating some corn scratch because that was corny. It was. It was a corny one. Yeah. That was awful. All right. Number okay. two is better. I'm here to yes end you, but that hurt. I feel like I lost a lot of cred with All like right. the universe by not just shutting this podcast off. Pahu's right. name. Next one. Pahu's it used name? to be Patrick Hooter. But a clutch of his mom's chickens. <laughs> clutch! Pecked the, the letters T-R-I-C-K and E to death. Thus... His name was just Pahu with the letters he had left. Is there any <laughs> connection between Patrick Hooter and mentioned way too often on this podcast band Hootie and the Blowfishes? No, no. No? Why would okay. that happen? All right. I don't know. Seems this like is a non-Hootie show. This yep, one is? Non-Hootie and Blowfish. Okay. No mention you heard it, folks. ever again. You'll never hear it on this Sounds show. Like fucking challenge. Sounds like a challenge to me. All right. Third reason. He was humiliated in high school. Because uh-huh. the chicken he took to his prom, she shit all over the floor during the slow dance. And there you go. There's all the reasons. Wow. That was good. <laughs> Folks, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, please mm-hmm. write in to Seti Bimco with an E at the end, gmail.com. Say how awesome that list Send was. a chicken joke. If we pick one send- that's funny, George will send you $2. Uh, so what happened? So they find out well, the, um, prison with Joe. the drunk old yep. man... Tells them doesn't really he he briefly tells them about his encounter where his friend was killed, and then says how he went into the swamp to hunt down this creature, mm-hmm. and there was a bear a boar and I found a boar and it was all squished up and had a couple bites yeah. taken out of it. <laughs> then I went a little further, there was another boar it was all squished up had a couple bites taken out of it. I'm not exaggerating yeah. <laughs> to say he says this six times. I was waiting for the punchline. That was me. Then <laughs> and I'm like, there's really? a dead hippie. And all munched up. And then he said, I found a hippie. He was all scrunched up. Don't buy a stick him because he's so dirty. But he's like, I just saying. And there's a monster that's big enough to squish up a whole bunch of boars, <laughs> dig a couple bites out of him. I don't want to be no. here. 
And so Reeves is like, can you tell us where that is? He goes, sure. <laughs> so they go, our heroes head to this part of town. Let's just cut to the chase. No, right? I like the comedy bit when they, they leave the prison. Each one of them, uh, Joe Canton trips over the staff grass sign. Then uh-huh. Reeves comes out and he picks up the sign. He tries to put it in, but it falls over. Then, then uh-huh. uh, Pahu comes by. He can't get it back on the ground and he throws it in the bushes. Come on, didn't you appreciate the comic, the comic no. timing of uh, those three? <laughs> well, there was a bit after that. Did you catch that? At what? He throws it in the bushes, but what we don't realize is he throws the wooden sign in there. Is that Dracula was hiding? No, really. He stakes through Stake his heart. Stake was right in his chest. He fucking kills Dracula. No. I know. <laughs> uh, so, long story short, um, they go into the woods. stuck in the mud, just like the ladies did, and... and- the legend continues. Just like in Boggy Creek 2, the legend continues. Uh, these guys are not as inept as these women. Uh, they get out without being all wet. Like, there is a scene in Boggy Creek 2, listen to it, just n- not naked, just yes. wet, slippery women <laughs> being helpless. Well, these guys take these their guys shirts get off, out. just like also in The one guy continues. does. There's always some guy with his shirt off. Pahu never takes his shirt off. Right. All those, Kept all waiting those for that, Vietnam Pahu's. scars. Well, this is when we learn he's in Vietnam. Yeah. Which I feel like they waited pretty long in this because movie. Suddenly to tell they're us at this. each other's throats for no reason. Yeah, very suddenly they start yelling and at each other. And Pahu's like, "I've seen some shit in the woods when I was in Nam." He goes, "Where were you running around Canada?" Yeah. <laughs> and he's gonna go off and storm off. But then Reeves offers him some beans, and he's like, "These are good beans." <laughs> And he's like, it's good that you like these beans because Reeves tells him this. Reeves tells the Vietnam vet, who was just talking about the shit he experienced yeah. in the woods. Because if you go out there, we're being circled. He's like, what? Yeah. What were you going to tell me? He's like, what were you going to tell him? You were trained in jungle warfare. And then he says, uh-huh. glad you like these beans because I put a good bit, of, good bit of chicken in here. And Bob was like, <laughs> no. <laughs> and he goes nuts yes. then. He screams Vietnam. <laughs> He grabs his M16, starts firing randomly into the bush. Goes after the sheriff. They do split up, which everyone, if you've ever watched Scooby-Doo, you know, know. it's a bad Never idea. They split up. The two of them split up. For no reason, we follow Pahu's looking at a footprint. It's like, I'll stay here with this footprint. You go get a gun. Yeah. No reason. No reason to stay with a footprint. <laughs> nope. Oh, we couldn't see if it had... I don't want this footprint to get up and walk away. <laughs> <laughs> so. so Pahu is watching this footprint, and then same scene as before, where you see a hairy shape before mm-hmm. him. But it's not some weird hippie wandering through the woods. It is the it monster. Is. And this was what's this part surprised me, Tim, because I'm so used to like the watered down anemic, the last one we saw, like Return to Bobby right. Creek, where the monster was like spoilers friendly and helps children. Mm-hmm. The monster is fucking wails yes. on him. Poor so, Pahu. Pow! Pahu goes down. <laughs> Pahu goes down like a pound of potatoes. I don't think that's an expression. <laughs> that's one. He goes. He screams. Hmm? He goes, ah! He gets hit. And Reeves, Reeves hears is at the it. truck, and he's got a CB radio. Yeah. He's trying to call someone, and nobody's like, uh, I don't know. There's... There were dudes talking about sports yeah. or something. I'm a little bit too young to have very much memories of oh, CB. George, and I don't tell you. I, my grandfather had one, but, like, I would just go, I would, like, you know, he would let me get on it once when we were driving somewhere, like, booby forty. No. Like, you know, it was like that. My father like, had it. But I, I do oh. feel like this was what it was like, it right? Was. Did I already tell? You'd be trying to get out in front when there's just people talking about we, shit? Yeah, my, my handle. You know my handle? Uh, was it T-Boner? White Tiger. I still remember. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yes. Why does it got to be white, Tim? <laughs> yeah, if I told you Racist. why 
it's stupid because of the it's the Marvel Comics it's character. because of the Marvel Comics yes. character? Back up yeah. back up in Spectacular Spider Man. I don't know why I backup chose character. it. Don't know. Weird one too. His backup was an abbreviated run and not a good story. Nope. Really. So Reeves is hiding in the van and he's calling for help and he, he calls for he say Mayday, Mayday, which is I guess what you do in the on the thing. You don't. And finally the sheriff comes through and the sheriff's like, Where are you, son? He's like, I'm in the woods. There's been a <laughs> A, a, a disaster or a, a catastrophe he says he doesn't say monster he's smart enough yeah. to say that monster punches the window <laughs> big hairy hand comes in it's like banging on him he's fighting it monster flips over the fucking yep. white van it tumbles down an embankment the van is a rocking vans are <laughs> she shouldn't come knocking uh, reeves climbs out he finds he had found blood on the leaf because his friend got mm-hmm. fucked up or dead for all he knows He's, this part didn't get. He shoots the monster, yeah, right? He falls down. He straight up shoots the monster. The monster falls down, but gets back mm-hmm. up. And then inexplicably, the van explodes. Well, there's a short. They, they show it. Gas. It's oh, photographed do? very I, nicely, as we said. It is photographed nicely. I must have like looked away at that second. Um, actually, at this point, my cat had gotten up, so I was able to grab my notebook oh, again. No. But I didn't really write down <laughs> much notes. But I might have been trying to write down. A note. Oh, I wrote van explodes inexplicably. So I got that okay. down. Um, then Re- monster runs off. Not sure, but Reeves is sneaking around the woods, worried. He's, he's got no shirt he's got on. His knife. Reeves is good looking. He's got his knife. He's got his knife. He's yelling, "Come on!" Yeah. To like nothing because <laughs> his bullets are gone. I, I, you know, the more I think about this, Tim, I do feel like maybe initially the character Reeves was written as the Vietnam vet. Yeah, it's, it makes more sense. It makes more because he's got like the knife and the gun. He's the one with the wood skills. Maybe they, they're, yeah. Maybe they had a mind transfer Weird. like Freaky Friday. Oh, shit. You think? Maybe it was like a Vulcan nerve pinch thing? No, Freaky Friday. Freaky Friday? No, no Star Trek, no hoodie. No no Star Trek, no hoodie. Wow, this is a whole new set of Vimco, which is up to this point, but approximately 35% of both those things combined. Um, then he sneaks around the woods. Do you want to get uh, I just remember he's sneaking. He hears something sneaking up on him. Here's sneaking, sneaking up on him. He's got the knife. He's ready to stab. And? It, it's Pahu. Pahu. Stabs Pahu right he stabs in the Pahu chest. Right in the, right in the eye. Right in the, the eye. eye? With a pencil. Okay. Why? <laughs> he goes, he goes, take that, Jack Elam. <laughs> no, he doesn't stab. He doesn't stab Pahu. He does. But he finds he does Pahu. Pahu's. No, he does really. Yeah. Wait, don't really. What? 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 <laughs> he does. I, oh, that's. He, he stabs him right, and he falls if that down. That is true. I got it. I had more the impression that. Pahu just fell down because he'd been fucked up by a monster. No, he stabs him. They show it. He's like, oh no, oh no, Pahu. Wow, that just made the movie like that much better. Yeah, because he's yeah, he's stabbed. Sheriff shows up. He's like, what'd you do? And helps uh, the boys because he's like, I'm I'm I. Uh, he's, he doesn't want to say it. Yeah, he stabbed him. Yeah. So then we cut to the hospital. A super okay. Super nice yeah. modern hospital. I don't know where this is, but they showed pictures of Oil Town. It was like. Oh, a few shacks on a main street. I know where this was filmed. It was filmed in Fayetteville. And they go to a nice hospital. It's all suddenly nice. Nice hospital. He's, he's under the best care. He survived being stabbed in the chest. He's bandaged up. His head's all bandaged Makes up. Makes no sense. The sheriff is like, you boys, you've been through a lot. You know, I'm, I'm sorry. He's all friendly all of a sudden. It's like, if you find something, you tell me about it. It makes no sense. Yep. Why is and he nice to them? Which is all, and also who's there is uh, Joe. Jack Joe, Joe Canton. Canton. 
And he storms off with his gun like, I'm going to put his pelt on the wall. Why was he there anyway? Why was he? Because he was also friends with the yeah, boys. Yeah, but why? How did he get there? Basically, I think. I th- he, well, like I said, there's only eight people in town. Yeah, to him. They're always like, there. just the same way, no matter where in this vicinity you were, <laughs> the monster was always nearby. Also, I should mention this point. This movie is called The Creature Black Lake. Never Black Lake in this. Is there? No, they do mention at the very end. He says, I'm near Black Lake. Oh, yeah. But I'm like, are you? <laughs> There's no water. <laughs> it's really weird. And you're like, why is it the Fook monster? We're not in Fook, Arkansas. This is a weird yeah, movie. And Joe Canton's um, like, you're okay? Okay, I'm going to go out there and kill that beast. He says, get he, his pelt on the He runs down the hallway. With a gun. With a gun he has hospital. a gun in the hospital. Nice hospital. It nice was hospital. Not a country hospital. And he exits our movie, and that's it. <laughs> And uh, it's just them. The sheriff's like, you boys let me know. And that's just the two boys sitting in the like the one guy all fucked up and stabbed and monster mutilated in the hospital bed. He wakes up. And Reeves next Reeves to him cries. And he's like, you got it. He's talking to his friend. He's like, dead. He's like, you got to get better. The girls said they really like you. And what does he make? <laughs> What's his joke? He he uh, Reeves Reeves just is by his bed crying. He goes, uh, I hate to tell you this, but Bigfoot, he, he took two more letters from your name. And now your name is just Poo. <laughs> no, and he wakes up and he screams, damn you chickens. And the movie ends. Movie does end it on does. a freeze frame. The two of them hospital. like kind of like doing like the uh, the scene from Predator where Carl Weathers and <laughs> yes. Schwarzenegger grab hands and flex. But these guys are not built like Carl Weathers and Predator. They're built like just normal dudes. So it's just not quite as iconic. Did you see the after credit scene? Where the, no, the nurse uh, brings, wait, was the nurse really brings in the, uh, the dinner. He's like, pan, what's, she what's for dinner? The, uh, she's a uh, chicken fricassee. He's like, no. That would His actually make a lot of sense. Racing. And he dies. <laughs> he flatlines. Good movie. Yeah. What did you think, Tim? Did you like this movie? I did. I, I you know, it's not a great plot, but I enjoyed watching it because it was filmed so well. I saw a good copy. The lighting was all great. That's also worth mentioning. It was a very good copy, you, too. Yeah. Wasn't it just filmed well? Like, it looked really on good. YouTube, was it? Or was it Tubi? Uh, I watched it on Tubi. Okay. It was a good copy. Good print. Somebody yeah. preserved it. I was also glad, unlike last movie I did with you, where I was inundated with right wing para- <laughs> like uh, propaganda and every commercial break. I just had nice normal commercials. For yeah, this one. the one was for Chick Fil A, which Ooh. was pretty funny yes. given the chicken aversion of pot. I got to add to vacation in Oil Town. So <laughs> <laughs> scenic Oil Town. Let's go to re- one street, one side. Sorry. Okay, go to revenge. Wherever you are, wherever you're hiding, I'll find you. Revenge. Most likely to get to work late because Sasquatch was keeping them up late. So again, that was everybody in this movie. I'm sorry, I don't. That's no, a bore. it's no? not because Tim. How many of these people actually that's true. jobs? <laughs> the barber did. Uh, the sh- the, the sheriff barber. Did. The sheriff. The waitress. The waitress. And I'm going to say, actually, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump in yeah. here. We know from previous Bobby Creek, Boggy Creek films, and it's Bobby been established Creek. in the Boggy Creek lore that attractive women are turned on by Sasquatch. This, the waitress is pretty hot. Mm-hmm. She was kept up late by a Bigfoot because they were having a tickle fight. <laughs> oh, right. You're, you know what I'm okay. saying? Yeah. With chicken feathers? So it wasn't it was like a monster. With, like she, she had a date with, with him. Was it with chicken feathers? Tickle fight? They they got a chicken feathers. They took the chicken feathers. They were tickling each other like yeah. that. 
It was it was it was real body. I want to explain that George is tickling his nose yeah. with the feathers. I always am. Have we ever mentioned that to people what? before? That like constantly as I'm recording, I'm just tickling myself with chicken. Well, feathers. you're acting out everything. <laughs> no, I just do this anyway. It's just kind of my thing. When I do my list, you I always get, get that rope out and put it around your neck. I'm like, no, stop. <laughs> <laughs> Only one list this week, huh? <laughs> yes. It's a- yes. Ah, yeah, it's just the way to say. All right. All right. That that's it. There's no punchline to that. And then afterwards, she's uh, uh, after nine months later, no. she gave birth to a half man, half monkey. <laughs> God, <laughs> it was. I don't Every know. time I, I say it's your punchline, it just goes downhill right away, off a cliff. <laughs> just don't do that. Don't say that. <laughs> All right. I kept it. Short. Revenge. You did, okay? I was going to say the challenge. Okay, you go first. I want, I'll match you. As I said, the end of this movie made no sense. You noticed the super nice hospital in this little no-horse town, and the sheriff liked them suddenly, and they both, you know, they both lived even after one of them was stabbed and beaten by Sasquatch. (laughs) I think what happened was that old man Joe Canton, he gave them some bad LSD, like he always did to his trapping partner. That's because the townspeople didn't want kids coming to town looking for Bigfoot. They created the Bigfoot myth to keep people away. And it did scare away Uh. normal people looking for a place to camp, but it backfired Uh. in that it attracted curious intellectuals. People in this town didn't want the outside world to know they were growing the best pot in America. And they're keeping it a secret. What? Wait. Acid and pot in this town? Now I see why you want to go vacation to Oil City. (laughs) Joe Canton was assigned to feed them some psychedelics because they were getting too close to the truth by accident. I have a question. Who assigned him? Was this the Secret Service or the CIA? The, the sheriff. Oh, the yeah. sheriff. Does the sheriff work for the Secret Service? Or the We're going to get to it. What is his code name? Is it all Drifty Who, the I, sheriff? The sheriff? Drifty I Baloopals? No, J- Jim. Jim. Oh, Jim. Polly Ken. Twinkle. Jim. Polly Twinkle is his name. Polly Twinkle. Okay. Jeez. It's good. So they went camping out near the biggest pot field. So, you know. The police sheriff, he hooked them up in prison with Joe who lured them to his camp, where he drugged them. See, it was all planned. After that, the whole bit in the nice hospital and the sheriff suddenly liking them, that was all a hallucination. Pa, so Pahu, though, he woke up from his bad trip to find that he was okay. It was Reeves that had been stabbed. You know, because Pahu <gasps> was the Vietnam guy. That made sense. Mm-hmm. During his bad trip, though, Pahu had lost two more letters of his name. He was now just Hu. Sorry, I should have put that there. Who? Wait, you're reusing a joke you already did? <laughs> Tim. Who? Bad form. You better cut out that other poo one. Who was weak, but he saw that Joe was busy, ta- uh, you know, busy burying Reeves. Figuring he was next, he crawled off and jumped into a boat and rode away quietly. After floating for a while, Who got to uh-huh. an odd government facility and stumbled through the gate. He told them what happened. Turns out, the government is doing pharmaceutical drug experiments on Oil Town. Who uh, met with the commander? It's actually Oil City. Yep. It's Oil, Oil City. City. <laughs> That's yeah. its code name, Oil City. Oil Town. Code name's Oil City. Uh, AKA Oil Who City. met the commander of this base? A Commander BF. Mm-hmm. The, Uh-oh. the Bigfoot story is a cover to keep people out of town so they don't find out about the experiments we're doing on the people, he told them. BF. Seems, seems Joe Canton has taken a turn for the worse. He's been exposing too many of our experimental pharmaceuticals 
and started killing his friends and strangers alike and blaming the non-existent Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. Commander tells BF, Commander BF tells who he has seen too much. He can work for him or they have to kill him. So who is in Vietnam and he's all too willing to help them out. And he goes down the river again to kill Joe Canton for them. Commander BF says, I didn't give you that assignment yet. How do you know? You know, I want you to go kill Joe Canton. And who says, Joe Canton? And who says, because that's what I was going to do, whether you told me to or not. Whoa, I'm Pahu. <laughs> I don't take orders. So he, I'm a wild card. He goes down the river to get revenge. He sneaks into the camp and he finds Joe all beat to death with his insides all torn up. And oh, all beat to death. Who, who sees big three-toed footprints nearby, everywhere? Oh, <laughs> three-toed footprints. Confused, who heads back to the base? But when you know it, they're all gone, just empty shacks, like they've never been there. Inside, mm. who finds an envelope addressed to him? And inside that, I hate that you're getting poo and pee. Who? Inside, poo. there's a letter telling him that now that they are discovered, they have to disappear, and it says, "But for helping us." We were able to reconstruct three letters so you uh-huh. can have a normal name again. We've given you the letters I, E, and T. Thus, Hoot, I mean who, was now Hootie. And oh, the letter... It was a lie, everybody! The letter was signed by Commander BF, Commander Blowfish. So this movie is Black Lake... Blowfish? I thought it was Bigfoot this whole Black time! Black Lake 2, Hootie and the Blowfish. That's the sequel. There you go. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Wow. I stumble over it so much. That, that was not long. I mean, that was not short. That was not short? Tim, that was quite the saga. No, we had a whole trip down the river, like <laughs> Heart of Darkness style. <laughs> All right. It was short, though. Oh, start your music. I'm glad I started sh- my music. Okay, yeah, start my music. Right, there it goes. All right, mine, actually, similar departure point in a sense. Because this movie does seem to end with what is a pretty obvious setup for a sequel. Mm-hmm. We're in the hospital. Pahu is laying there all stabbed and bludgeoned. Reeves is there with them. They're going to have to start over again. That's a joke that they say. We're like, we're going to have to start the whole thing again. <laughs> Clear set up. And then um, I want to get his name right because I've said it wrong every time. Joe Canton storms off in the gun with yes. the gun. He's like, I'm going to put that hairy bastard's belt on the wall. Because this is like many of my stories of revenge kind of veer off of revenge yeah. he's seeking revenge for what happened to Pahu because okay. he's grown to love these two guys really? they had like you know a nice car ride out to his camp they they uh, had three nights of passion which they kind of <laughs> left out of most cuts of the film he, he's very fond of these boys they're good fellas mm-hmm. and he's gonna go off and seek revenge he goes into the area he sees he sees over there he sees like a pig a big boar oh, oh, it's been all squished oh, up no. had a bite taken out of it yeah Sees another, another boar. It's been all squished up. Had a couple bites taken out of it. Goes a little further. He's found a trail. Finds another boar. All squished up. Have a couple bites taken out of it. Goes a little bit further. Finds another boar. Okay. This one, Tim. Can you believe it? It's been all squished okay. up. Had a couple it's bites, taken, bites out taken out of it. Yeah. Goes a little further. Is there another one. Sees another boar. I'm counting these. It's been all squished up. Couple bites taken out of okay. it. Yeah. Sees another boar. This, another one? this one's less like kind of squished up. This one's rolled mm-hmm. up. A couple bites taken Ooh. out of it. He's leaning over this one when he's suddenly aware of a hairy shape looming behind him. Okay. <laughs> this has happened a few times in this movie. And he he's a little bit more aware than the average movie character. He knows if he's Pahu, he'd turn around and get clobbered. Mm-hmm. Instead, he turns around with his rifle, immediately fires. Uh-oh. And he fucking blows that hippie away. Uh, it was a hippie. 
It was that hippie that snuck oh, up on Pahu at the campground. One. Oh, okay. He catches this hippie right in the face, blows his dumb beardo face Ooh. off. And here's the thing. The hippie was completely naked because hippies do that. So <laughs> what? he doesn't realize because the face, the, the ape-like oh, yeah. face has been yeah. removed. He just sees a naked, hairy form mm-hmm. there. And he's like, gotcha, you bastard. And he skins that hippie Uh-oh. and he takes his pelt back. And? He goes back into town. He's carrying his gun. Nobody stops him. He's in the hospital. <laughs> he takes that bloody pelt. He lays it over the prone form of oh, Pahu. No. Yep. And Pahu wakes up the next day, <laughs> and for him, it looks like he's turned into a big, naked, bloody hippie. And he screams, not again! <laughs> and Pahu runs off into the woods and lives out the rest of his life and a Vietnam flashback. <laughs> yep, the end. And the movie <laughs> is called uh, Platoon. Yeah, <laughs> it's Platoon all along. You didn't know. Didn't know. Pahu in Platoon. <laughs> yeah, he actually gets a few extra letters. His name goes from Pahu to Platoon. Yeah. Nice. It all makes nice. sense. Plat- yeah, that's good. No, no chickens. I thought you were going to throw a chicken in there. Uh, mm. On the way back to the hospital, um, whatchamacallit, Jim Canton runs a uh, chicken truck off the road. It falls <laughs> down a ravine and hits a popcorn factory. The whole thing explodes into eggy popcorn. Nice. I don't even know what that is. Don't even know what that is. Is that a thing? Probably not. Yay. What'd you make up? Plummets. What? (laughs) What? What? Okay, we're done. Eggy popcorn. That's the name of this episode. Eggy popcorn. Okay. I don't name them. I just name them by the movie. I name them on my alternate website. So? Seti Bimco named. Oh, God. We got through this. This will be our longest episode no, ever. No, the one I just edited. Though last week was. Oh. <clears throat> Dear God. Nice. Last week was out of, out of control. Tim, <clears throat> did we get any mail? Well, I think there was some mail com- complaining about last week's episode that uh, you had interrupted me too much with too many lists and uh, facts and figures during Rotor. <laughs> well, just, just you wait. I'm gonna, this week I took it easy because it was my movie, but now this is the perfect segue. Tim... This next movie is yours to mm-hmm. choose. What is the, what is the movie we're all going to watch together next week? All right. So my movie is going to be a very uh-huh. weird pick. Let me explain. All right. My wife and I watch this movie every year about around this time, but not because we're like, uh-huh. oh, I love this movie. It's because it's so strange to us and we watched it a lot and it's not great. And uh, you either... Uh, Anyway, it's it's white people with white problems, and it's called White Christmas, and it's on Netflix. <laughs> and Danny Kaye is in it, and the Weed Killer, uh, Mister Crosby, the he's killer? in it. Do you even know this movie? Have you ever watched it? I think, if I recall correctly, we did actually discussed a little bit of White Christmas on our previous episode, uh, Doctor Cook's yeah. Garden. Because that starred Bing Crosby, and you kept mentioning Danny Kaye. I'm like, why are you keep talking about Danny Kaye? So, so I and I know that the song is from this. Yeah. So you have to put up with one, but it has a very different meaning one, because they're actually talking about they're talking about the white race. Yes, the white race, and that's why you like it so much. <laughs> of course, not as good as yeah, as okay. Holiday Inn, where Bing Crosby wears blackface. But but we're not going to watch that one. That's <laughs> true. That's true. Oh wow! This okay. is white. 
Bing Crosby. White Christmas. Very weird. White Very Christmas. weird. It's on Netflix. I would say All I right. know every goof in the movie. There's many goofs that are in it. Um, you, you'd have to hear one Christmas song, but I actually like the dance and song numbers in the middle of it that make okay. they, they make no sense for why they're so nice. And it's in a barn. It's 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 a let's put on a show movie. How long is this one? It's like an hour and a half kind of thing. It's a commitment. It's a commitment. Okay, it's a commitment. Well, this was a commitment too. It's watched. a commitment. So, White Christmas, starring the infamous or famous and George Clooney's aunt. George Clooney's aunt. Uh, aunt Clooney's mm-hmm. in it. Rosemary Clooney is her and name. And I know that. Yes. <laughs> and uh, it's it's weird. It's on Netflix currently. Yeah, yeah. it's nineteen fifties, and it's apparently weird. Well, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it, people. All right, I'm looking forward to hearing what Tim, who has seen this movie, possibly a dozen times or more is going to bring to this one. We're going to see uh, if this helps or hurts our stats. All right. Because cool. it's considered a good movie. It is, but it's holiday. So it's but automatically yeah. not. All right. You can follow us on, well, anywhere that we're on um, uh, Instagram, SETI underscore Vimco. I'm on good pods, not me, but it's on SETI Vimco is on good pods. It's on pod chaser. It's on all the places you listen to, to podcasts give us some likes and love us and all that stuff so we did we yeah, did do it. it is there anything you want to say i feel like i'm on a uh, we're all tired because we had technical difficulties tired. at the start technical difficulties i'm still recovering from a bender all right <laughs> white christmas next week happy holidays all right yeah. see y'all soon This has been a Petty Party Line production. Party line. It's a party line. That's weird. Right. It's weird that it's that weird, weird that in your universe, the CIA. First off, it always starts <laughs> off Secret Service and drifts over to CIA. You can't help yourself. Then after that, it's always a weird two-syllable <laughs> name. It's I mean two-word name. It's odd. You don't have anything quick like shark. Or the eagle. No, it's always like Dookie Dulookie or something. <laughs> I just right. I just pulled out the microphone. Can I you still hear me? You derailed the show. Well, I hope it's plug it back. I did, in. of course. Let's see. Okay, there you go. Alright. Now say pull it back out. Pull it back out. Wait, why did I do that? Take that out. Take that out. Uh, okay. No, no, don't. Keep it in. I want people to hear me saying take it out, though, so they know I feel shame. Uh, say, say, put it in again. Put it in. Oh, wait. Oh, you're going to make me say that. You're going to make me say terrible things now. Plug it back in. I did, in. of course. Let's see. Okay, there you go. All right. Now say, pull it back out. Pull it back out. Wait, why did I do that? Shit?